When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What was it called? 21 Pilots? Stressed out. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. Should I sing? Yeah. Huh? Should I sing the intro? Sing. Yeah. You and me go on. No, hold on. Let me start again. You Keep that in, though. No, no. Leave it in. Keep all over it. Leave it in. Because it's a learning process. And then right. by the end, we're both singing and we're harmonising. Right. It's great. And we're going to do it the live one. Right. You and me, we're two friends who like our history. Mm-hmm. You give us a... Oh... Oh, okay, start again. You and me, we're two friends who like our history. Whoa. No, no. Whoa. You and me, we're two friends who like our history. Oh. Oh. Don't do, don't do anything. All right. You and me, we're two friends who like our history. Whoa. Gonna start. We could. Let's start again. You, last time. You and me, we're two friends who like our history. Whoa. Gonna start the greatest pod. Spotify has ever seen you and me gonna split the myth from history. Whoa. I like it. I like it. Oh, there could be more, but that's like that's where we're at at the minute with yeah, it. Yeah, that's great. I came I like up it. with it on my way down to do a pee in between recording episodes and told Fosty downstairs when I was making tea and I went, I've got the theme tune. He went, ah, it's far in the end. It, 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 he didn't believe in it. I, I, liked, I liked that we started off with, with it. And, yeah. and that we went through the I feel like I feel like we all have ownership of it because no, we've been I through the party but, but no but I mean <laughs> feel like we, we, all, we all feel like we're part of it yeah so today's episode oh, we're get straight in oh I, I want to no loop no well, no, well, no historical loop HL if I was say if you had to loop up a historical figure you don't get to fuck them you're just looping them up for somebody else who do you loop up why would I want to do that I don't know you said lube and history and it all just it all got confused I think it'd be funny to lube up somebody really smart like Albert Einstein because he'd be very aware. Yes, I can see doing. him being quite dry. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he so it'd d- be like therapeutic. Yeah, he doesn't have a wee wet bum like you no, know. No, 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 no. He's no, too no. smart to be sweating out of his asshole. Yeah, or maybe that's making him sweat out of his asshole because he's, he's so smart. smart. It's all relative. Yeah, I don't get that. A equals MC squared relativity. Oh, I know the theory of relativity. I I understand how to explain it. I don't. Basically, <coughs> if you're standing on a platform of a train and someone's going past, your perception of time's different to theirs. What's today's subject? I was like talking to Einstein because I don't know anything he just said. Today's subject is the curse of the pharaohs and or the discovery of the tomb of Tutankhamun. We're going to start with... Which is it? Well, we're go- do you know what? It's all about Tutankhamun. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, uh, we're gonna look at... Tutankhamun, his life, his death, uh, the discovery of his tomb, and then the curse. But just generally a wee bit about curses in ancient times as well. Cause that's, oh, no, I like what you've done I like that. I like ha- that. Can I ask before we get into this, have you heard the song King Tut by Steve Martin? I think so. I've I've definitely seen him acting the doing the the, the Egyptian the stuff. classic. It's when uh, the, the Tutankhamun dance. exhibition started the tour, I think. And it was coming to New York. There was a real buzz about it, and he did that song, which I I always enjoy. 
Do you do you believe in in curses? No. Maybe you will at the end of this. Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh, no, I don't. So, what do you know already about Tutankhamun and about his tomb and all? I know that um, in the back of the newspaper, whenever I was about ten, there was a thing you could send away for, and it was a Tutankhamun head, you know, like right. a with a glass case on it. It was like a a base, you know, like a felt base. Yep. And it looked, it was like Tutankhamun. It was exactly like that, obviously. With it, but you, it was about this size, right? Yeah. Which is that's what. That's 15 inches, right? And you put like a glass case on top of it. Right. And I know that I ordered that. And I'm oh, sorry, that's very unprofessional of me. My phone's ringing. Um, it happens. Could be the curse. Um, I know that I ordered that and had it in my bedroom. And then after a few months, I was like, it's weird that I have this. And I just threw it out. I think that I got, I think I had a wee, a wee mummy thing. It was like, it was like as we. Don't know if it was him or it was just a generic mummy, right. but it was like a wee a wee sarcophagus thing, and you could press a wee button on it, and the head would flip up like that. Oh, right, that's which that's, was a wee thing. I it was only a, it was a wee thing. Like. I also know that the depictions of him make him look like cute, like nine out of ten, like complete like Egyptian hot guy, mm. and then when they reconstructed his face, stinging. Then then. Didn't have it going on. Looks a wee bit like uh, Tiny Tim from the George C. Scott 1984 Christmas Carol. Right. Uh, I send it down. I don't know what he's done. Decent thighs on him. He's got, he's got big it's thighs. The only thing he has going for him. He's got big thighs though because I don't think his feet were in great nick from right. what they've said right. about him. Huge nipples. Um, I think... Uh, big look, muffin top as well. Big muff? Big muffin top. Oh. he's He's got... What's a muffin top? It's uh, like when your body goes like this and then you have like fat around the hips and it oh, kind of right, goes okay. out like top of a muffin. Right, okay. Body shaming, took and common, but whatever. No, um, i tell you what he has. He has the physique of a swimmer who's been injured for a while. I I, I wonder, I wonder, was he swimming in a pool He's of a rocks swimmer. if you look at his left leg, but also was he doing nets at the pyramids and he's like dived over to his left and he's crunched it. But this is this is all conjecture. This here because oh right, we don't like gen- genuinely conjecture because other people disagree. He looks like he just had the herd on a turkey as well. Some people think that the the um what looks like he, he may have had a club foot on his left side may just be uh like decay and bad um like bad uh damage done to his body after the fact. So right. some people do think that, but anyway, let's get stuck in this. So Tutankhamun was pharaoh of Egypt. He was the last emperor, or sorry, last pharaoh of the, I fucked it already. He was the last pharaoh of, I believe. Hey, the, can, I say, can I say something? Take a deep breath in through your nose. But see, when you do, stop and then take a bit more. Right. And let that go slow out your mouth. Now go. How much are you ready for bed after I know, man, I don't know, I'm so tired. <laughs> I didn't sleep good last night. Oh, well, it took me ages getting over. Can I tell you something? What? I bet, and I don't mean to sound like fucking every TikTok or whatever. Here's how you sleep. You know what you're doing? I guarantee you. Devices before bed. I wasn't. I don't what, do devices. What were you doing? I just, I couldn't get over. But what were you doing just before you went to bed? Oh, like, I went up to bed. I was, so I played a wee bit of Xbox. Ladies and gentlemen... Mystery solved. No, no, no. Play I, don't do, bit, I no. don't do devices. I played Xbox. Played a wee bit of Xbox until I was tired enough to go up to bed. 
Then I start. Then I did my my get Crazy. ready get ready for bed routine, which is what I do some gymnastics, and then I uh, no I I uh, I I would undress. I would prepare some stuff for the next day, clothing and whatnot, and then uh, I I do my I go and do my teeth and all. Right, it sounds like you played Xbox and then you had three minutes where you did other stuff. Close your eyes, you went, I can't sleep after all this gaming. No, I played the Xbox I want for about half an hour. I was writing until quite late last night. Right, I want you to have some proper wind-down time. What about a wee bit of meditation? I read, I normally read, but I was too tired to read last night, but then I couldn't sleep. Yeah, but you're reading porn. <laughs> but uh, it's, I read it, uh, it's a Braille version. Right, um, right. I like to feel the lumps. Now, Braille housewives? <laughs> this guy. And uh, right, so let's get stuck in this, right? Tunkhamun, Pharaoh of Egypt. Uh, when we're we talking, like thirteen hundred BC through like twelve stuff BC. 12 mostly stuff in BC. mostly in the twelves, twelve hundreds BC. Like uh, so going back, like so. What would that be? Like early thirteenth or early early fourteenth century BC. Sorry, late. Sorry, fuck me. Late fourteenth, early thirteenth century BC. So, so even Jesus would have been looking at this guy, being like, "He's ancient." This is antiquity. This is this is longer ago to Jesus than the Roman William, Empire the, William the Conqueror is to us. Longer the than freak. that. We're going back. It's like us looking back at King Arthur. I think right. So King Arthur, eight hundreds. Did he exist? Like that. I mean, I don't know. Right. Well, anyway, very right. nice than Leicester. So they found him. That's true. I was Richard, wasn't it? Richard the Third, yeah. Richard the something. Uh, they're both there. They're both there. <laughs> uh, what are the so anyway, Richard, George. No, he Richard. sells the clothes in Asda. <laughs> right, that's what it is. Uh, so that's great. So, so he he was he was the last he was the last pharaoh. This is woeful. He was the last pharaoh of the eighteenth dynasty of uh, Egyptian pharaohs. You know what this is like? The free view. The what? The, the free preview on the porn channels when you're a teenager. Showing all the best bits, all, all no, the chaos, no, no penetration. You're just standing there. <laughs> Start doing stuff. Stand there doing the yeah. The what I call it, the Euro trash dance. Yeah. While the background moves. Anyway, thirteen thirty-two to thirteen. See if you can put me on a moving background. Say it again. Thirteen thirty-two to thirteen twenty-three. All right. Okay. So it's all thirteenths, right? Fair enough. So fourteenth century BC. It's good knowledge, but he was so he was a wee bit older. That's his reign, is it? So, uh, so I believe he, he he basically he came to power after his most likely father is this uh, other pharaoh called Akhenaten, uh, and the names get quite tedious, by the way. But uh, so Akhenaten was a guy who, when he took over, uh, decided to. Sort of rejig Egyptian religion a wee bit. Uh, closed off a few, closed off quite a lot of uh, Egyptian cults because they, they worshipped different gods and uh, basically made Aten, which was the god that he was named after, the god, and was sort of trying to make it a wee bit more monotheistic, one god worshipping, right? Sure. Uh and when and a lot of people didn't like this, a lot of people were going, "You're fucking with the religion. You're gonna piss off all the other gods." And sure enough, Akhenaten fucking dies, and there's a couple of bits of fucking around in the middle, and then uh, Tun- HFA. T- 
historical fuck about fucking around and uh took and takes over right at what so, age so was he let me get this now was he you can also a, say don't, don't know I, no I th- no but it did look us up i think he was about was he about 18 when he took over the boy came and he lived until he was about 29 Jeez. i believe that that's correct um is that is that right dan or was he like nine when he took over and died when he was 19 that's actually sounds more correct Nine between, and nineteen. Between eight and nine, when he uh, ascended to the throne. Yeah, I, I eight, eight and nine, and then I know you're getting your mate. You should be collecting stickers. You know what I mean. He's having to go to school, do his homework, and be the king. Oh, do you know what though? Imagine when you were at eight or nine, people being like bowing down and all. I'd be like, yeah, you would very, you would make that uh, transition from just a boy to the king very quickly. Imagine how many magazines right now. I so anyway. What do you mean? How many magazines you would get because you're a king? You don't even have to be. Oh, hated. you just get match and you don't shoot even them? have to hold on their mummy's hand. You're head. just getting them. Right, fucking right. You're getting all the magazines. I'm, I'm even getting the, I'm even getting the girly ones. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just to have them. Yes. lucky bags and all. Right. So, oh, I used to love lucky bag now. Um, so he takes over when he's like eight or nine, right? And sort of fairly quickly decides let's let's go back to the old way of having different gods and one of the gods is Amun who, which was their uh, weirdly their god of like Amun Ra their god of the sun sort of all became this one big cult and so he was sort of he changed that and people liked him for that and well, sorry, he, can he, I got, ask? he got rid of Akhenaten's capital as clearly, well clearly um, what's happening is Egypt like the dog's balls at this point uh yeah, I mean they're, they're well. It it this is this is pre uh pre Ramesses and stuff like that. So Ramesses was like a couple of pharaohs. He was the start of like the the nineteenth dynasty. So uh, isn't that right? Nineteenth. There's this where we well, there's a couple. I'm um, So he was one of the last. He was one of the, he was the last real pharaoh in the eighteenth dynasty. Right. There was a couple of fuck around people after him for a wee while, and then Ramses took over. Actually, one one of uh, can we start calling fuck around people in history in any episode? Faps. Faps. Right. There was Just a couple of faps. faps. There was one of these faps who was a wee bit of a a, a not so fap. Right. Um, where uh, Haramheb or something like that his name was uh, he was he was Tutankhamun's guy he was like his, his vizier right his Jafar right. if you will right that's what he is a royal vizier great word vizier right so um, not to be confused with the thing that holds your daddies now um, so he uh, you wouldn't want a, you wouldn't want a brazier to give you advice and you wouldn't want a vizier to hold your daddies. No. Well, if you're um, a king, you can't. Maybe you would. You just go here, hold them. Hold them. Uh, so, his, his, his life was a wee bit fucked, right? Because he took over when he was quite young. He had these years then where Egypt, he, he sort of had to put down a few revolts and, and fight with a few people. He was fighting with... Uh, Is he getting involved himself? Like, Well, there's there's questions about this. There, there's talk that he was a very keen archer. Um, there's a lot of bows and arrows, a lot of bows found in his tomb. So, pictures of him as an archer and all this. So he, uh, he, the, they were fighting with other uh, nations basically in Africa. So, uh, n- new, uh, what do you call it? New, 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 
Numidia, Numidian, Numibia, Numidia, Nubian, Nubian. He's five million. Ah, Nubians. No Numibian. Fighting with other tribe in Africa, yeah. other nation, right? And so apparently, actually, Nubians, war. Nubians, New, other other Africans, right? <laughs> Always. Always, right? And uh, he went over. Other these were these were faps compared to Egypt, right? right. I like that. Yeah, you wee fap right now, anyway. Which also does weirdly sound like you know you're gonna make somebody jizz, but anyway, he uh, he he was fighting against them. The people it, like it, it, yeah, because it all worked out. It worked out great. They they defeated these other people. He's meant. Some people say that he probably went. He he was definitely there. Other people say, did he really take part or was he just sort He's of like, strategic? Well, if they weren't holding me back, all my no, mates no, tell I'd me be, I can't get involved because I'm too good at fighting all. If I fucking pull out this club foot and hit you with it, you, you go down. Yeah. You'd actually die too quickly. Yeah. Who wants so, a club sandwich? <laughs> um, so he was doing that like when he was a teenager. And then he gets back. So he gets back in the uh, in the Egypt or whatever. And this is when we start looking at how did he die? He obviously died very young. He died when he was like 18, 19, right? And it's like, how did he die then? Becomes the all the talk. So, some people, so there's a lot of, they've done brilliant DNA tests, right? Uh, this is the right way to do this. We'll look at his death. Unlike and our look at the fucking 23andMe's. Mm-hmm. Great DNA tests on like I know, yeah. It MEs. says like how he, apparently he was 80% likely to have uh, the ability to roll his tongue. Now, he, um, he was able, he was able, sorry, when he died. He was able. I know, when he, when he died. He was able. When he died, he was like, he was like, uh, he was like 18 or 19. So they've done this test. They, they believe that he had this club foot um, and that he would have needed the use of a cane, right? Have they got his skeleton? Yeah, they have his mummy. What about him? <laughs> they actually have his mummy as well, though. Oh right. So, so they've so, got the mummy's mummy. Right. So his, his father was Akhenaten. Yeah. His mother is in another tomb from the Valley of the Kings, uh, and she's known as the young lady, the younger lady. Sorry. Uh, this is the Valley of Kings. So this is where they discovered his tomb. Um, now this is from a different angle uh, of the Valley of Kings from the photo that I had. But is is that his tomb there, Dan? Is it or? So the one that I was looking at was basically his tomb was over on that ridge there, over to the right, okay? Now, before we get into how they got his tomb and all, just a lot of different theories about things that he may have had. Some people thought, some people think that he had this head wound and that he'd been struck with a blunt object, but they've done amazing tests to prove that the bone fragment that was inside his skull was a post-mortem like way post mortem injury that happened to the the corpse, like in the twentieth century. So like right. he wasn't hit in the head. Wait, can Other I ask people, a side note just while we're on? Apologies. Mm. See like the tombs in the Valley of the Kings and all. Yeah. Ballpark. When were they all discovered, or have they never been not discovered? So yet? some of them, they're so obviously the bigger ones people know about. Um, but. A lot of them late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, like for this modern, what a buzz! Like archaeological kind of like record keeping being done in the eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds, a massive swell of interest in the classical world in the early 
uh, sorry, late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Why? Because people could travel more and stuff. Yeah. So like the 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 so called grand tours of the the Victorian times, where rich people would go uh, through like Europe. So they would go uh, and North Africa. So they would like be reading classics, and then they would go to like. Ancient Egypt, they go to ancient Greece, they go to ancient, uh, and then Rome. they're going to publish what they find. In some some of them the, on the grand tours, most people they were just they were just buying shit that was there, and taking it back to wherever they were from. This was sort of big in English, French, and German culture, and uh, which are still sort of major countries and in, in classics now, like uh, classical studies. So then, like archaeology becoming like more prevalent in like late 1800s early 1900s more people are actually going to do like discover stuff and learn how, how to dig uh but learn how to keep the records properly and but it was still like it's nothing like modern archaeology when you dig all that stuff up it all usually gets thrown back in and that causes problems right and actually we're going to talk about how they discovered his tomb and how previous uh civilization but uh, like previous to us but after Tutankhamun basically preserved his tomb so in terms of his death though lots of theories they know from testing his body that he uh, had at least four different strains of malaria and so some people think that he must have died of this last strain of malaria that he had wasn't as well sometimes they they would do these kind of tests and stuff and they'd find that these people, a lot of these rulers and kings and things like that, had poison in their bodies mm. because sometimes they would like microdose poisons because they were also paranoid about getting poisoned. Yeah, so like some of them, some, obviously you wouldn't do that with malaria. I don't, I don't think it happened with him, but like there's there's people who, so uh, what do you call him? The first emperor of China, uh, Richard Chin. He um he he fucking drank mercury, and he killed himself drinking mercury. Freddy? Or uh, Charlemagne, you know the fam- famous uh, Holy French. Roman Emperor. He uh, he had a an asbestos coat that he used to I think show I got people one like, a clo- like a cloak. He used to show it to people and be like, "Look, you can it doesn't it you can't burn me," because um, it was obviously flame retardant, but it fully poisoned Pardon? him. What? Go ahead. And um, so anyway, can't use that word anymore. Uh, or or some people think that uh, Caligula and other Roman emperors were poisoned by the lead pipes on the Capitoline Hill because they had like lead plumbing. But like obviously, then maybe lead poisoning leads to the, you know, I'm gonna buck my sister and go go nuts sort of mentality. Speaking of bucking your sister, not your sister. Speaking of bucking sisters, Tutankhamun. Yeah. Fully at it with his his sister, by the way. Fully at it. Uh, married to his sister. Uh, his mother and father may well have been close relatives. His mother was also his auntie, so right. they were brother and sister. Flat was this out. a roy? Was this like a ruler thing, or was this just that society then? I think it's part of their society where they're keeping it like a, shall we say, tight knit little group, a very close family thing. Right, they're flat out bucking each other. Right, right. he ends up. Uh, they they had two. They had two children. Could that by what be why he like looks like it? Uh why he looks it, it could, or why he has like those issues, yeah. Uh so like his uh so his his wife, his I think she was like maybe like his half sister. His wife, I mean, still not great, right? His wife is uh Doesn't make it half less weird. Her name is is basic uh like 
Ankh, uh, it's very hard to say, like Ankh Moon or something like that. And she's the basis of like the female mummy in the mummy movies. Ankh Moon they call her in that. But I think her name is like Ankh Moon or something like that. Yeah, pretty close. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Ankh says Udana. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so she, so they have her, they have her body as well. So they're able to test these bodies and see how they're related to each other, basically, right? So they have his mother. Some people thought his mother was Nefertiti, who was this uh, sort of famously beautiful... Uh, I mean, beautiful. They've also done a fishery construction of her. Yikes. Not great. Right? I mean, looks like she should she should be the, you know... She should also be bouncing at, like, the fucking Dirty Onion or something. Looks like she should be play, playing centre-back for the Welders. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, uh, so... Basically, a lot of different theories about his death. Some people think he may have uh, been epileptic as well. He could have died from a seizure. Uh, he had scoliosis as well, which I think is at a, a curved spine. Yeah. So he had that. I mean, tough life, right? Oh, uh. Now, a couple of things that I think are cool, just generally that I know about him, are that he had um, he had a dagger that was made out of a meteor. Like, the blade is made from the metal taken from a fucking actual meteor because they've tested it, and it's from outer space, which is probably the so coolest had, knife so I've got. he had a club foot. He was the product of incest. He had scoliosis. He was epileptic, but he had a space knife. Here. <laughs> space knife counts for an awful lot, though. Yeah. I mean, here... I, not saying that for all those reasons I couldn't have been mates with him, but I definitely would have wanted to be mates with Space Knife. Like, space Knife? That's so, Space Knife is fucking unreal. Um, so anyway, he, uh, <laughs> right, so he's dead. After him, a couple of faps take over, and then it's uh, Ramses, and you were in that dynasty then, right? So, um, the, can I say growing up, uh, dynasty was, or dynasty, whatever you prefer, was uh, the best Chinese takeaway in Hollywood. Really? Brilliant. Is it still open? It's a golden rainbow now, pal. But, uh, no, in fact, no, sorry, I was thinking, I get confused between then Silver City and Dynasty, but Dynasty was, was brilliant. Can't speak for golden rainbow at the minute. I don't know what it's like, but Dynasty Is there Chinese that you go to now? No. No? I haven't been. I make my own. I haven't been, I haven't been since, uh, since Christmas, the Chinese. This is it's it's I know it sounds like nothing as it's here here no we're two weeks into January that's a big deal no it's only, I'm proud that you seven pounds down I'm not even getting into I'm not even getting into it that's true F- fuck the haters right um see what you did there so anyway right uh what's your order huh what's your order oh I like you'll definitely realize you're not in in one, in one box I like it in one box that has a curry half and half of noodles and rice. And salt and chili chicken over the top of that. That is a fucking great time. Mm-hmm. They do it so good. Element Sandy time. We love it. You know my order? So we'll, in my house, what we'll do is we'll get two different things oh, no. and mix it all. Sure, so Strike me as a sweet and sour sort of guy. Nope. I have done before. Salt and chili chicken. Honey chili chicken. Boiled rice. Chips. Mix all them bad boys up. Curry sauce? I don't. I like. I I need the sauce. Right. So 
There it is. Vespasian says, Vespasian says no to culinary chat. Now, Here, we should have brought Coco in for this episode. He loves it. He loves it. My barber's from Egyptian. Egypt, didn't he? Yeah. What part of Egypt is he from? Do you know? Uh, no. Do you want me to ask him? Will I, do you want me to phone him and see what he knows about Tutankhamun? Yeah. While you're doing that, I'll tell you a wee bit about. Um, we've sort of covered the rise of classics and, and Egyptology. Nah, I'm ringing. He won't know. He won't know anything about Tutankhamun. I think I need the burp. Do you want it in the mic? No. We're not like that here. Hello, Coco. Just a wee quick one, mate. We're doing it. Me and Kieran are doing a podcast episode about Tutankhamun. Um, do you know anything cool about Tutankhamun? You can tell us. What is it? Sorry. We're doing a podcast episode about Tutankhamun. Me and Kieran, yeah. and we just want to know if you know anything cool about Tutankhamun. You could tell us. Not really. All right. Okay, brother. I'll see you next week. Sorry, mate. All right, mate. See you later. Bye. Bye. Useless on who wants to be a millionaire. Phone a friend. You get a you get an Egyptology question. Don't phone him. Phone me. Right. So, um, so let's let's talk let's talk about his tomb, and then we'll talk about curses and the curse. Right. So, uh, his tomb. So this guy, Howard, a terrible name. We're just going to call him Carter. Say hard. Hard Carter, right? Uh, oh, your heart, right? So he... Um, do I have a picture of Carter? Let's get a wee pic off him, Dan. He's important in this story. He, he, he found a fucking thing. You do have a picture of him because he's in, he's in the picture of the tomb. Karen, whoa, keep your head, man. But I don't know if you can see him, great, in the open tomb. I have two pictures of him. Right, that's a good one, right? Uh, that is a nice uh, pardon. Right, isn't yes, it? Sir, yeah. So, uh, Are they looking for the dicker? Look at them. Where's a wee dick? So, Here, take a wee huff, toffee armor to his dicker, <laughs> will you? That's it, get a wee leg going, his Quite wee dicker. Brush a dick. So, <laughs> see if he gets a hardener. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, A.E.H. What? Ancient Egyptian hardener. <laughs> They are pyramid route, right? So he um so, so he um hard hard carter is, is a guy he's he's an English guy. He he went to Egypt in the late eighteen hundreds, right? And he did work for other archaeologists. Uh developed a wee bit uh, he, do you know he was a he was a painter. So he, he was a real apparently a really good artist, really good painter. And when he was quite young, like seventeen or eighteen or whatever, he ends up in Egypt. And do you know what he's doing? He's going into places and painting Egyptian objects that have been found and painting he's copying what's on the walls in tombs that are being found. Uh-huh. So that people can like they can print it in newspapers, people can see it. That or kind of just thing. Bring a camera? Uh they didn't they didn't really do they didn't have it at this point properly, like that way. It was all specialist equipment. Anyway, so he's he's able to paint. So that's what he was in doing. And then he's been on a lot of digs. He, he's he's learning the business of how to like hire local Egyptian guys to do the fucking backbreaking work of digging through this fucking sand. And 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 then like some Western guy like him controls the dig basically and tells people where to dig and then he gets all the credit. And running the business of like working with the fucking like antiquities people in Egypt. Uh, like a big government department they have there to get permission to dig and all, right? Can you say I really like the way he's dressed? You do? He looks like he's wearing a pair of 501s and a nice yeah. wee fitted shirt from M&S. He's doing all right. I mean, is he, he, 
it he, he looks like he could be doing that now. HGC? Historically cute guy? That's HCG. So you say he HGC went... is historically cute guy, as told you by somebody with reading issues, look. Huh. You know what I mean? AKA me. Um, um, is he... So you're saying he went over there and he's like 17, 18? Does yeah. he just stay there? Yeah. Because he's Essen- old, Essentially. Like... I think he was back and forth a couple of times, but he basically stays there. Develops a wee bit of a bad rep. Ooh. Interesting for us. A wee bit of a bad rep. Guess what he gets a rep for? Uh, just like trying to see the the dicks. Well, well funny you should mention that. Because that is part of a rep that he develops, that he has a, 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 what's the word, a propensity for young hot boys. and, uh, and oh, the, oh, out of the tomb, above and, ground. And above ground, and the occasional... AGBs, above ground boys. <laughs> and the occasional uh, oh. exotic dancer. So, so, so he'll turf a woman if, it's, uh, if she's a stripper. He, he, he seems to have generally and this is all from different letters and things that I was learning about he, he seems to have potentially uh, been a closeted uh, gay guy right so he develops that rep but he develops a, a which isn't a great reputation to have at this time right late 1800s early 1900s in Egypt in British culture in Egypt so uh, he uh, also develops a bit of a rep for being a wee bit of a pincher, Shane. And I'm not talking about wee bums. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about a wee rep for I was on this dig and I happened to get this fucking ancient Egyptian amulet out of this place. Nobody knows about it. There's a wee present for you. Other people going, this is a bit rare. He's definitely stealing stuff. Right. You get into a fucking full row with people over this uh, with, like, I think, French archaeologists and stuff about his right to be there digging and his right to take artifacts. And people didn't like this about him. Yeah. So he's been then, 19, 1900s, 1910s, he's been, early 1910s, he's been working for uh, Lord Carnarvon, right? So we'll have a... Sounds like an horse. We'll have a, he, he is. So we'll have a, we'll have a picture Carnarvon. of the Lord, right? Ah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, is he a Lord or is he a Lord? Look at that Definitely guy. an H-A-G, historically right. awful guy. Oh, I also don't, don't mind that. the cut of his suit. I was going to say HS, HSD, Historical Sweet Dresser. Um, no, I'll agree with you there, definitely. Can I also just throw this out there? Yeah. What a fucking throne that is. Oh, I, that's a nice that's, that's conservatory furniture from the 1990s. Definitely. Right? Uh, um, definitely. You know, he's had a wee trip to Donelm, right? So, <laughs> so um, he, uh, he has a load of money, right? He has become ill in England. Right. Carnarvon has and they say to him here classic early uh, late, late 19th early 20th century doctor's orders you need a wee bit of drier weather bro yep right yep yep it's the damp the damp's getting you to right? be fair that's like my dad having like asbestos in his lungs and going to Tenerife right here uh, here it helps right so he goes for a bit of drier weather he goes to Egypt he's recovering in Egypt he's very ill and he takes up an interest in ancient Egypt and Egyptology and he starts funding digs and funding archaeology. So he wasn't before he went there? Sorry, he I wasn't particularly he... arsed right. by all accounts. Was there for the weather, stead for the stead for the artifacts, right? Became very interested. He looks around for people. Somebody recommends Carter to him. They end up working quite closely. Now, apparently as well, Carter also had a reputation for being a very difficult little cunt, right? Everyone basically said... 
dad was a fucking asshole, right? Very difficult, very fucking anal about things and a, and a bit of an asshole. Sounds like uh, Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah. So, so Carnarvon's funding it all. They've had a few digs. It's not going well, right? Yeah. World War One happens. Chaos. Right. right, all fucking, it's just melting as fuck. Was there combat in Egypt? Yeah. In World War One? Yeah, so like... Were the pyramids Across damaged? North Africa. I don't think they were uh, particularly damaged, the pyramids or anything, but like the the desert around Cairo was definitely part of the war, like, and just a fucking nightmare, right? Uh, and it's all, like, a lot of stuff I got got shut down. It wasn't really as much Who going was on. fighting in Egypt? Fucking everybody, like... What do you mean? Like, what was the actual? Con- I know it's Monday of the episode. What combat in World War One was there? Was going definitely on in British, Egypt? British forces and against Egypt, French who? forces against like fucking German forces, the Turkish forces, I think as well. Like, Holy shit. Uh, say again, Italians maybe, yeah. Just all a whole fuck fest in North Africa as part of World War One, right? NAFF. Can what's that? North African fuck fest. Oh, unbelievable! I love that. Um, I would. I NAF. That's what that spells. I, I would fucking hate... Do you know where I would hate to fight? North Africa or, like, out in the jungle? Uh, the jungle. i go jungle ahead of, like, Siberia. I would go I would go for cold ahead of anywhere hot. I thrive I'll in hot operate, weather. I'll operate all right in the cold. I have a... Yeah, I have Siberia no cold's not, like, oh, put a jumper on, you're okay. I, I played... But I have knitwear on. I played five-a-side when I was on holiday in Turkey at 1 a.m., and it must have been 30 degrees. The humidity was wild. And I was strolling about like Pete Rivaldo. <laughs> so I'd prefer the jungle. And by the way, I'd been drinking. I'd be... I'd be I got picked up by a child in a Mercedes and that is no way alive. I would be rolling about in that weather yeah. like, a, like a fucking beached one. Like just a nightmare. Anyway, so Carnarvon's funding Carter. World War One ends. They do another dig or two. Not great. And they're not into it. They're just like this. Oh, no, Carnarvon's no. getting a bit pissy now and going... I'm not my keen on this. They've been digging in the Valley of the Kings looking for stuff they haven't really found too much. Uh, say you uh, Carter you probably, has a theory. You probably don't know the answer to this. Say you just want to start digging for stuff back then. Can you just dig, or do people just you pay some people off? You you, you would ha- you would have to do you would have to get permission from like the antiquities Government. department in Egypt, right? Um, few few crisp ones. Pro- probably you're probably you're probably dropping a bit of coin, like yeah, and you're you're hiring local people to do the actual work, right? So, uh, still for it's still way dodgier then than it is now. I mean, there's a lot more rules and regulation now about like when you find stuff, what has to happen, and still people are dodgy bastards. But anyway, like there was those guys get done there recently with trying to sell a coin hoard in England that they found in England, like on the black market, they're in fucking jail, right? Anyway. So like it, it's pretty serious shit, in for a and and in a country, that's great, in for in for a hoard of pennies, yeah. um, in in countries like Egypt or Greece or Rome where there's like masses of uh highly valuable, like an ant- antiques basically and antiquities like it's like there's a whole government department set up to deal with shit right. Coco does have these in his shop. He's just sent me a picture. He does have these in his shop. So let's see. So that's obviously like the that's is is that that's maybe more like the Ramsey's thing. But he won't know. The woman, he won't know. The woman's meant to be like Nefertiti, isn't it? That's like the head that they think is Nefertiti. Anyway, that's great. 
So Carter has a theory. There's like a row of houses that are still ancient themselves, but way after, way after Tutankhamun. And they're like, so they're ruins. And Carter has this theory that they may have been built on top of something. Because this is something that would have happened. And obviously with the sand and stuff there, you know, sand will blow in and sit on top of stuff, especially over like hundreds of years. Sandy and then pe people will build on that, right? So um, Carter wants to dig at these houses. So he says to the guys, he says to Carnarvon, and Carnarvon says, I will fund this. We're doing one more season and that's your lot, right? And so he pays for it. And then sure enough, they're digging away at these houses. And on one day, this young boy who's part of the team fucking trips, apparently trips over like a like a rock, what what looks to them like a stone and turns out to be the top step of a staircase going down into the, into the ground. Now, we'll have a picture of them opening the tomb. So this is in November 1922. It's nuts. Uh, they find... Oh, my God. What he actually found was a door that had the cartouche of... Uh, pronounced cartoon. Of um, Tutankhamun on it. So the cartouche is obviously the, like the hieroglyphs of his name, right? And so he knows that this is fucking serious. He knows it hasn't been fucking disturbed in a long time because they had to dig down under ruined old houses to find it, right? And they basically open it and the story goes the car so that's uh that's one of the guys on the team, that's Carter and an Egyptian guy that was there digging with them. And the story goes that they uh open when, when they get Carnarvon there, he's or, or Car they send for Carnarvon, he gets there I think in a couple of days with his daughter, maybe a couple of weeks. But they open the top corner of the door, they chisel the top bit of it off and shine a torch through and somebody says to Carter, can you see anything? And he says, yes, I can see everything, wonderful things, right? And then they- Say it like the way you think he would have said it. Yes. No, I'll say, can you see anything? Huh? Can you see anything? Yes, I see everything, wonderful things. That was really good. Thank you. Hire me. Now, um, if you want to see Hard Carter as a as a, a fat bald guy, I'm ready. <laughs> um, so they get inside. That's when all all manner of riches are found in here. So you have that you have that mask. You have a load of canes, loads of them. All right. Uh, a load of uh, a load of bows. Uh, the, the Coptic jars that have all his like entrails in, in the jars, they preserved all this. Uh, they have the mummy itself inside the sarcophagus. There's the, the daggers, there's swords. The space uh, dagger? My, uh, I think space knife was in there. Do you think there. they, um, <clears throat> like, surely there's a lot, or do you think they pay for security on this? Because surely if war gets about... These guys, these English guys have found Tutankhamun's tomb. Surely a load of bodies come around and be like, get the fuck out well, of see, here. Well, this see, this is a problem with the Valley of the Kings generally, is that loads of these tombs, this is why, like, when they find tombs now, they're very often the mummies in it, and maybe, like, the wooden box of the sarcophagus is in it, but, like, most of the stuff's been stripped out of it, and it's not because it wasn't there, it's because it was robbed in fucking antiquity. It was robbed 2,000 years ago, do you know what I mean? Right, right. So... 
these guys actually find them one that's intact like this is there anything i'm missing that was in there that's like really important uh was there a chariot in there lava lamp. making that up there's a lava lamp might have been there was loads of mental shit but like basically you're talking about millions and millions and millions of pounds worth of shit uh priceless artifacts and all this history the the paintings of Tutankhamun, paintings of him where he's like meeting different egyptian gods and hanging out with them osiris amun ra all these different gods and basically then that's Carnarvon and Carter, they're made, like, obviously for life. Carter has meant they've fully stolen stuff out of this place, by the oh, way. Oh, he would have. Uh, and given it out as gifts to people and all that he knew. Now... The entrails. The entrails. And, uh... Here's a kidney, mate. H-E-G, historical entrail giver. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he, um... Basically, this is when we need to start talking about the curse in it, because they found it, they stripped a lot of it out, they... The mask and all that, you can still see it in Egypt, but I think that then they bring quite a lot of it. Did they bring some of it through to England first and then it went back? Yeah, there's also, there's, so there's a warning on the tomb. A warning about, uh, like, basically, if you death, disturb Death this. shall come on swift wings to him who disturbs the peace of the king. See when right. I see it? Nah. Just just leave it. Save it. Let, yeah. someone, let someone else open it. Yeah. So then this you do the honours, mate, the way Egyptian guy there? So curses generally, right? So you call it you call it ex- execration text, right? So execration is another word for just got an execration text for the for the curse, right? So like, there's a couple of other tombs say things like that on them as well, uh, and and sometimes you get it on like uh, so there's like shabtis or these little um. They're like wardens of the afterlife, basically. Now, some tombs will have had like hundreds of shaptis in them. They're all like little, sometimes they're like little people or wee animals. And they'll have writing painted onto them. And it's mostly prayers and stuff like that. Or like, you know, obviously like they they believe in putting stuff into the tomb that was relevant to that person. So like if he did need the use of a cane, putting in a load of canes. Or like he was meant to be a good archer, so they put in a load of archery stuff. That's all great, right? And then they, um, shabtis and things like that and, di- and different things can sometimes have these curses on it or they'll put them on slightly different types of a shabti that have like, it'll be like a list of all that person's enemies or like a list of people, like not just people who fucked them over but maybe what they did and curses on them if they uh, think bad of this person after they're dead or like that to warn uh, people in the afterlife that th- this person doesn't want to be near those people in the afterlife all that sort of shit keep right? him away from me right yeah like just we they were real spiritual really into all this right and so it's sort of similar like there's all, there's evidence from other places so like I know that people people would have written curses in the Roman Empire as well where you got you would get like a, a piece of lead and because you can score lead you can write on it quite easily so you would write like a curse onto the lead and then you fold it up and then you melt it closed so no one can read it again. And then you offer it somewhere or you bury it somewhere, something like that, right? So that like people were into this stuff. They believed that the shit really uh, worked. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So Sorry. People know they believe Liverpool are going to win the league. What? What is it? Fuck, he ain't got mad. People ain't look. Like people in Man United are going to look. <laughs> Says. <laughs> so, 
here's the thing with this curse then, right? Some people believe in the Pharaoh's curse because relatively sure. Oh, no. About, about, Are you going to tell me freaky things start happening to these guys? Yeah, so a, co- a couple of weirdnesses, and then we'll get into the deaths, right? So weirdness would be... Then uh, uh, what do you call him? Carter believes that he saw a jackal, the same type of jackal as the Egyptian god of death, I think Anubis, I uh, believe that he saw this, like... Like later, like in the day or two after opening the tomb, mm-hmm. and a big sign oh, of bad oh. luck, and it hadn't been sighted in a long time, and he believed he saw one out in the desert. Uh, a guy who was on the dig, one uh, one of the people in the team. Uh, so one one of the curses was about said said that fire and fire and water would come. And his house burnt down, and then after they rebuilt it, it flooded like pretty quickly. Um, Carnarvon, this is when we're getting into the real shit here. Carnarvon got bitten on the bake by uh, what do I call it, a mosquito, and uh, had the mosquito bite on his face. And this is a, a two within two years, I think, of the twenty three died. So yeah. Oh, like within a the year, right? Year. Uh, so not, oh, 1920. Oh, yeah, sorry, uh, yeah, nineteen. Yeah, nineteen twenty three. So he's uh, he he has a, the bite on his face. Is he still in Egypt? I th- yeah, when he got bitten, yeah, and he shaved over it. Foolish. Wasn't using manscape, I know. right? Two and maybe twenty percent off. Fucking free shim. Yeah, no blasters. Twenty twenty percent off. Uh, free shim. Anyway, uh, shaves over it, and then it develops this fucking mad infection, and he and no he wonder. he fucking died from shaving over a mosquito bite, and so people are like, "Holy fuck, the curse is real! Death has come on swift wings." This can't two years, and then so then there's the thing with the the house and all. Must been down. and then other a couple of other people in the next fifteen years. Died younger than they should have died, but died in like We're clutching r- rare circumstances though, where they're maybe like fucking burnt or some guy fell. Well, George J. Gould, an American businessman who visited the tomb, died the same year he visited the tomb in 1923. Mm. Prince Ali Kamel. He, he developed uh, some weird infection. He didn't had he? pneumonia, yeah. I think. Yeah. An Egyptian prince was murdered in 1923 after having visited the tomb. All people died back in. Like- Sir Bruce Ingram, radiologist involved in the x ray. Of Tutankhamun died. Uh, Lord Carnarvon's half brother died in 1923 of blood poisoning. Captain He's Richard Bethel, personal secretary, Carnarvon died. And Douglas Reed, another radiologist, died. See, and then and then some people say Carter. He died at 64 of lymphoma. Before he died, what like 16 years or something after this. I probably think he he didn't he didn't meet a cursor like you know 16 years later. Dying of cancer, I think a guy, uh, I think he smoked, didn't he? Yeah. Um, you you talk to Dan as if he knows every question Dan in has history. a computer. Yeah, but you don't say, Dan, could we look that up? You go, Dan, didn't he smoke? I think he did. Dan, anyway, anyway, smoke a day. Anyway, what brand did he smoke? So anyway, he, um, I, I sort of, that's fucking. <laughs> and it won't be picked Pat, up by the mics, I the head. I think. Pat the Fosty says, Fosty said camel for anybody Here, give the that. Nepalese soy boy a wee kiss in the head because that deserves it, okay? I've just got COVID uh, from him. Unbelievable. 
Uh, Unbelievable, Fosty. So you don't believe in that curse? You don't think that that's like a thing? No. I wonder. I genuinely wonder about it. But I wonder about things like that. It can't be real. Why? It just can't. A curse is put on it. People op- saying, if you open this, you'll die. And a load of people who did it died. And you don't think there's a connection? No. A, a weird coincidence. People were dying of all sorts of things back then. It's only 100 years ago. This is, this is fucking... Uh-huh. This is this is this is nineteen twenties, like. Nah, people were. It, it's it's like selection bias, isn't it? They were all living. Well, yeah, out some in Egypt. people were all listen, living out in Egypt. Some people, some people say there's there's an Egyptologist who I looked up who said that this is unadulterated claptrap, right? And I'm like, get better words, right? Just say it's a little bollocks, right? Now, anyway, I don't think it's bollocks. I wonder about stuff like this. So you're saying one hundred percent history. This is this is all history. The, the so the stuff that's weird, obviously, right, is like and stuff that is for up for discussion. Even when they've done these DNA tests and they've done all the tests on his bones, there's still a chance that he he didn't have those issues. There's still a chance that the canes are just in there as like a thing that a pharaoh might have had, right? He probably did have a problem. I'm just giving you a devil's advocate, right? Uh also. The stuff to do with his parentage and stuff like that, I think, is interesting because I think it's brilliant that they're able to go, this is definitely his father, this is definitely his mother. Yep. Those two were fucking brother and sister. And and his, his wife his wife also went on to be the wife of the next couple of faps that took over as well. So she was fucking mm-hmm. getting about a bit. And um, uh, not the slut shame, uh, Anak Sunamun or anything like that. And then also, like, I just sort of think, like, it's mostly history. We, you know, we've seen it all. It raises some questions, though, about myths because of the the curse. Not in your I head. Mean, what? Not in your head. Oh no, there's some questions. I wonder about it. I'm not going. Oh, it's a hundred percent. This is real. I go. It is a bit weird. You know that 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 happened. And do you think the number of people who went to see the tomb and were part of the team to take it out who nothing ever happened to yeah. like there's hundreds and hundreds of other people some of them might have just been following orders or maybe Tutankhamun didn't really he didn't he didn't kill a load of the Egyptian guys that opened it did he because he knows they were just they were just dogs bollocks shouldn't be working for the infidel it's very it's very uh, strong language there Don um, gregarious I don't know what that means gregarious no I don't think no, I don't, I don't know what it means yeah I wonder, I wonder though about the curse. I also wonder about like, you know, pe- people taking this stuff out of where it's meant to be. I have a, I have an issue with that, like just generally, you know, taking things from Egypt, yes, and putting them in British Museum or German Museum. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I think that's, I think that's weird. My dad's been to the uh, Valley of Kings and all those. Really? Places, yeah. I I would love to go to it, but I worry about going to. And he's got Egypt now. That's where the asbestos um, maybe came from. Is that the curse? I had it before he went, but it makes I you mean, wonder. Is Peroni's disease? I was about to say maybe that's where maybe that's where Peroni's disease. Dick. He's maybe got a, he's got a wee fucking pyramid shaped wall now. Maybe Tuken come in and said, "Hey, f- talking about my club food, I'll give you club dick." Club dick sounds like somewhere Carter would have hung out. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, <laughs> in Cairo. But uh, I also wonder. <laughs> I just wonder about stuff like that. But see, see when they take stuff out of those places, it's yes. like. You know, they're, they're arguing about the Elgin marbles now, and should they give them back to Greece? Ah, Absolutely, definitely. It's I I mean, see in France, 
what do we call him? Uh, the guy uh, Mitterrand, who was the French left back, uh, played for Rennes. Played play for Marseille. Yeah, he um, with Jean Pierre Papin. Anyway, he um, great. He Mitterrand was the French uh, president or whatever in late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, Dan wasn't he? Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-eight to eighty-three, and, I think. And he, and he. Uh, he is that even right? Or are you just saying this? He anyway, Mitterrand was uh, famous for his love of Egypt, right? But he like he took it's because of Mitterrand that the Louvre has the the pyramid. No, oh, right, okay. he 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 uh, basically okayed all that. He um uh he, like there's Egyptian artifacts and all in France that should probably be given back. And it's all this stuff to do with the colonial past of like France and Britain and all being out there, and it's like, back. I think they should Why be giving them, them back. back. You know, that's that's what these departments are for in in those governments and countries like that. They fucking they know how to preserve it. They know how to keep it there, and that's where it should be. It shouldn't be taken. And yes, you know when you have like people, so like for instance at Birmingham, there's a, a whole Shabti collection that are, that are donated by a guy. Um, I think they're actually all known to the uni for research purposes, but there's like a few hundred shabtis that were collected by a guy who went, a British guy who went on like the Grand Tour, and I think he was part of the military and stuff as well. And he, um, he his estate has given these into the uni. But like, I mean, that's an English guy that should be in fucking Egypt. You know yeah, what I mean? Back to Egypt. It belongs in a museum, if I've learned anything from Indiana Jones. Um, I think you present a lot of history there. I think the curse bit is myth. But I like that you think you've got questions. I just, I always think stuff like that, you shouldn't shut off. You know, you should absorb it as part of the history, you know. But that's my, I'm weird that way. Thanks for a great episode. Thanks, brother. Would you want it to be a furrow? No. Would you want a permit? I love the idea of having a mad, mad monument built to me after I'm dead and that I'm above the ground. A pyramid, like a full pyramid. Like he took and didn't have that. Actually, I should have said, last thing, his grave was probably rushed because they weren't expecting him to die so young. Yeah. So he's probably actually buried in a grave built for somebody else. Interesting. Uh, well, thanks for joining us here on this episode all about uh, took and and the curse and uh, mind yourself, don't be going into anybody's graves now. Yep, careful. <laughs>